And welcome into the Paul Farrington Show, our Tuesday edition. Paul joined alongside Jack Weinberger, Robert Ziggy Ziegler at the University of Virginia, and Zach Bloomquist, as always, the best executive producer in the game. You can catch us on, catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, a bunch of different places that you can watch this show on. We're at 904 subscribers, chasing down 1,000 for the start of the regular season. Two weeks left. Jack, do you think we get there? Oh, absolutely. That's a, that's a worry, uh... We're a big minus number to achieve that goal. Minus number? Is it, do you agree? Minus number to get to 1,000 by the start we of the need season? The we need Mo- the no, no. A sports book wouldn't even offer the odds at such a lot. Really? It's like, uh, it's, it's like when Alabama plays the Citadel and they just close down the money line betting. Like, there's a spread. But yeah, like the money line, you don't point favorites. You know, you know, you just reminded me. Vanderbilt, my 17 this weekend against Hawaii, was a, a tragic loss for, uh, Him, for all God. Vanderbilt betters. You got screwed. Hawaii, this Hawaii Vanderbilt game, never again. I'm just off it forever. I got backdoored. I can't believe I'm back in the college foot, football betting world, and it's just immediately Stay bashed out, to the ground. Paul. Stay it's a out. bad world. Uh, we thank you so much for listening, wherever you are listening. Um, please like, comment, and subscribe to this show. Follow us on all <laughs> platforms, at Paul Farrington Show. Best thing you can do, share with a friend. Send it over to a friend and say, hey, these guys are idiots. Or a brother. These guys are smart. Whatever you, Whatever adjective you want to use. A grandma, a cousin, an uncle, an aunt. Anyway. So Anyone, we have a great please. show. We have actually a really fun show today. At the end of the show, we'll be talking fantasy football. Ziggy will grade the drafts, the first five rounds in the draft me, Jack, and Zach held just this past weekend. And I tell you, Zach had a questionable, very questionable second and third round. It's uh, I'd say a questionable people, draft pe- overall. Oh, people are talking I, about this being one of... The worst fantasy teams. I, I'd say questionable ever. draft overall. You never know. But you know, it could be good. You never it could be a good team. Never so know. Ziggy will be grading our picks in the first five rounds, and it'll help you out because you'll be able to see what picks to make, like Jack and I, and what picks to I avoid. Do, you just want to put it out there real <laughs> quick. Real quick. I was a little silent there for a second, but I just want to put it out there. What what happened, Jack, last year when you texted me when my team had two sixty point back to back weeks? What did you text me? I said your team stinks. Yes, and then what happened to your but team? I didn't. No, really, no, no. What happened to your team? Year. What happened to your team? New season. No, no, no. What, no, no. Please New tell season. the folks what what happened to your team. What happened to your team? New season. What happened? Well, well, New season. Uh, Jack, you, season. Let them know, Paul. What happened? New, New season. Jack did come in last. Oh, <laughs> it's crazy. I didn't That's crazy. Actually, believe your team stunk last year. I was just trolling. But oh, this, oh, this, this year, this year you stink. Well, here's here's the thing. Ziggy will be the judge of that. Ziggy will judge this, and the fans, and the fans, and the fans. You can weigh in. We also have AFC and NFC North quarterbacks under the most pressure. Me, Jack, and Ziggy will be pitted against each other with a minute each to convince Zach why one of the quarterbacks in the AFC and NFC North is under the most pressure this season. And Zach says, not a second over one minute. We need a 10-second warning, though. A 10-second warning would warning. be appreciated. I don't. I'm built different. Well, Ziggy, I mean, this it's your job. Well, yes, you're, this you're a professional debater. Yeah, we, you're, uh, you're a pro. Me, me and Jack sometimes struggle with right, words. But. You know, Ziggy also has to write a timer on his computer and we can't say. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, it's, it's brilliant. No, it's, I, I would do it too. If I so would I. Absolutely. But we're going to start today a quick, probably five to eight minutes here on the preseason, preseason week three. Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, they take on the Giants or took on the Giants this past Saturday. Jack and I watched the game from the wonderful Finks restaurant. In Suffern, New York, we are chowing down on some corn souffle, uh, cheesesteaks, cheese delicious stuff. But we look up and we say, oh, wow, here comes Aaron Rodgers in a Jets uniform. Looked kind of weird. He's still in green, but something felt off to it. But once they started playing, it was the same Aaron Rodgers to me. A lot of, a lot of those classic, you know, quick runs and jumps off, jump off one foot, like quick throws. The takeaway I had, and let me know if you agree with this, Jack, I sort of regretted not taking Garrett Wilson in our fantasy draft because I think that this combination between Rodgers and Garrett Wilson could wind up being the best in the league by the end of the season. He's going to get a million targets. Yeah, I mean, it was, we were sitting there in, in Finks. I was enjoying my cheesesteak, looking over my team. I'm like, oh, I got a pretty good squad. You know, RB1 with a, well, to be named later. And then I took a receiver over Garrett Wilson. Very questionable call. And... And we're watching the game, and I wasn't, you know, what was Rodgers? He was five of five, eight, five, and five nine. of eight, forty-seven he, yards and a touchdown. He looked good, but it was just I felt like I felt like Wilson was targeted like ten times on one drive, and then caught a touchdown. So it felt like it I fe- was upset to pass on him. What have we seen from Aaron Rodgers in his career before? When he's with Devontae Adams and the Packers, a lot of targets to the number one receiver, and then dump offs, and that's kind of what you got a little bit in this sneak peek, just a sneak peek but of preseason. You know, 
Oh, it's also preseason. But this could also be the worst thing in the world for Jets fans. Because now they see, oh, Garrett Wilson, he's, he's targeted. He's the only guy in that team. Let's triple him. Let's double him. Let's not let him beat us. I he's think he's out. good enough to bust take alert. that on. Bust. He's not AB. Ziggy, let me ask you real quick. I see, I see this, potential bust alert. This Garrett Wilson-Rogers connection, we did our, our quarterback-wide receiver duos going into the year, and I had from 6-1, to Hurts-Brown, Tua Tyreek, Stafford Cup, Burrow Chase, Allen Diggs, Cousins Jefferson. Can How high up that list can you see Rodgers and Garrett Wilson finishing by the end of the year? I think the absolute ceiling, you can't put it anything lower than number one. Uh-huh. Like the, the fact is you're talking about a guy who everyone agrees is a top 10 wide receiver, maybe more a guy. Everyone who agrees is a top five quarterback. I mean, because Mahomes doesn't have that elite receiver that he can throw the ball to. There's no one on Aaron Rodgers' level with a wide receiver like Garrett Wilson. And I mean, you saw it in the preseason game, right? Like I get that it's preseason. We're not going against the best of the best, but that touchdown pass he threw was unreal. Oh, and Garrett mind. Wilson was able to go up, get the ball, come down with it with a defender draped over. And so I don't want to gas this up. Like, you know, Rodgers played well. He played like Aaron Rodgers. Um, but the first pass of the game, just a you know, quick throw to Garrett Wilson, corners 10 yards off, pick up pick up a first down. Yeah, and you and I it's like, like, oh, come oh, on. Oh, and we looked at him, we're like, all right, this team might, might be doing something. But it, it kind of had that feeling for Jets fans, I'd imagine, kind of like I had for Notre Dame this weekend on Saturday. When watching Sam Hartman just complete a little like twelve yard out route, perfect pass to the sideline, getting first downs. It's something that we haven't seen for so long as Irish fans. Jets fans are probably watching that game saying, like, oh my God, this is what a quarterback looks like. And it's not that Rodgers did anything that spectacular. It's just when you get average to good quarterback play and on these quarterback starved franchises. It just it looks unbelievable, and it gets gives you hope, and that's really all we can ask for. If Aaron Rodgers plays say twenty percent worse than his MVP season in twenty twenty one, he will be their best quarterback since that Brett those Brett Favre years. He 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 will probably be the best quarterback ever for the Jets if he plays twenty percent below that. Oh, absolutely! Like because I mean, Aaron Rodgers at an MVP level, what we've seen in the past is you can argue one of the best quarterbacks to ever play. Yeah. I mean, a fifth of what he can do there, that's the best Jets could be in the history of, of <laughs> their franchise. Let me ask you, Ziggy, moving on from Rodgers, because, again, small sample size, but you have to like what you saw if you were a Jets fan. The rookie quarterbacks, and we're just going to focus on Richardson, Stroud, and Bryce Young, as we've done throughout mo- most of this preseason. Out of those three, which one impressed you the most throughout the preseason, and who impressed you the least? So if you, I guess just rank it one, two, three. Yeah, so in terms of being impressive, right? That's the number you gave me. Yep. I would probably go Stroud, Richardson, Young. And I'll explain why. I don't I think Richardson was the worst, but Stroud, I think, is the clear number one for the following reason. Bad offensive line, no weapons, dysfunctional offense, right? We saw what they looked like last year. And Stroud stepped in and improved every single game. The first outing was rough, right? People were already asking, like, is this a bad pick? As if they don't know how the preseason works. But, I mean, he was under pressure all the time. And if you look at those quarterbacks under pressure, um, Stroud had far and away the best PFF grade under pressure. And you could just see, like, in the way he was playing, this is a guy who's not scared of taking hits. He's going to take some hits of the Texans this year. It's exciting to see him develop and improve over every single game. Why is Richardson at number two, even though I think he was worse? His physical abilities were on display. He made some truly impressive throws. Like, there's just a lot to be excited about. Even if he couldn't put it all together, he was bad under pressure. The offensive line didn't help him out much. And why, and why is Young yeah. number three? I mean, I, I think Bryce Young's good. I think he played quite well. I think he'll be good this year. But nothing he did stood out as particularly impressive. He did his job, and he did it effectively. But he didn't have the wow factor of uh, Anthony Richardson, and he didn't overcome the same kinds of circumstances Stroud did. Okay, yeah, and I, I thought Bryce Young did a really nice job on Friday night against the Lions. Some of his escapability in the pocket. Uh, you know, we said, or at least I said, one of the things I love about Bryce Young is having that sixth sense, that Patrick Mahomes kind of feel to him, Aaron Rodgers a bit when you can just make a play out of nothing. And he did that a couple times scrambling against the Lions. Um, I thought he looked the most consistent throughout the preseason. And you're totally right. C.J. Stroud, each game as it was going, each game as they went on, you're like, all right, wow, like this guy is looking better and better. 
And I actually, by the last game against the Saints, started to get a little excited for what we could see from Nico Collins, Robert Woods, Dalton Schultz, Damian Pierce. It's not the the most sexy roster that you could ever have in the world of skill position players, but there's some guys there that I'm excited to see what Nico Collins can become. Can John Mechie return from cancer and be you know live up to some of the hype that he had? There's a lot, and Tank Dell's had an impressive training camp. I like the what's going on in Houston at the moment, and I mean Will Anderson too, just to mention that. That play he had, like running over the the running back and getting the sack, strip sack. I mean, this guy could be. That was two weeks ago. That was yeah, two yeah, weeks I ago. know, I know. You know who it was against? It's the Dolphins. It was, but no. you know what happened on that play? I don't want to hear Will Anderson. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I don't want to hear care. Will Anderson. I don't care. Like K. Milford like, was like, like Aaron Donald. Donald. Yeah, it was a fantastic play. Excited me. It wasn't fantastic. <laughs> it was hey Zach, 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 Zach. If you were against a running back in that situation, how long is it taking you to sack the quarterback? There we go. Me? Yeah. Against a running back? Yeah. Take me forever. Have you seen <laughs> have you seen Ahmed? Savan Ahmed. If he didn't have to look at that bad snap, if he didn't look up, Ahmed was taking him to the house. <laughs> okay. okay. No, but this is my point, is just like I get that it's not particularly impressive at the NFL level, but you still have to be incredibly athletic, incredibly fast, incredibly strong, just blow open an NFL running back. I think, and and, I think Jack does it. I think Jack does it. Yeah, yeah, and get the strip sack. I think Jack could do it. You think I blow up uh, yeah. Ahmed? Yeah. If he I mean, does, if another you, day of the life. I mean, that's just that's just what I do. Yeah. yeah that's that's just, right. I Never mind. What am I saying? One more thing on Anthony Richardson. Um, he he definitely did show off some of the traits that Colts fans wanted to see. I'm still I can't get it out of my head, and I like him. I'm really rooting for him. I can't get out of my head the concerns I have about his accuracy, and if Jonathan Taylor. Tomorrow, so Tuesday when this comes out, Jonathan Taylor, that's his deadline for getting a trade. If he does get dealt, I'm looking at that Colts roster right now, and there's not a lot to like in terms of what Anthony Richardson will be working with. It's it's Michael Pittman and then a bunch of big question marks. So I'm concerned. We all, we know this is going to be an up-and-down season for the Colts with more downs than ups in all likelihood, but I'm a little concerned with, how much he's going to progress through this season? Like, will will it all be relying on his legs? He he needs to progress as a passer by the end of the year for this to be a success. So that that's the big question mark still for me. I mean, you look at all these teams: Houston, Indianapolis, and Carolina with these rookie quarterbacks, yeah. the high picks. Obviously, these the fans of these teams will be crazy to expect anything. They're all pretty bad situations that they're coming into. But what I'd want to see as a fan as a fan of these teams is just, you know, along the way, just steady improvement as the year goes on. You know, some really good things, some flashes, like, like some promises. Year. Even though the yeah. Steelers were much better than like, these teams. Sort of like Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Yes, just promising things that I can see, you know, in a potential future quarterback. Okay, fair. fair. Which I think I see some good qualities in every single one of them. Yeah, like Richardson will make a throw that I go, wow, that on the money, what a, like, dark. And then he'll miss someone who's wide open over his head. And I'm like, he, he, he came gotta out, get it consistent. He came out against Philly. I think it was week two of the preseason. I could be wrong. Week two or week oh, three. Last, this week, yeah. This, this week, past week. week three. And the first drive, it was I think he started 0 for 3 with three abysmal passes. Yeah, but then but then he'll come out and make a nice throw, and you're like, it's there. Like, like, he's get there, it more yeah, consistent. Right. So. He's 21 years old. So there you go, Ziggy. Uh, uh, that's a an interesting ranking of the, the 1 through 3, but, but well explained. And uh, the last thing in terms of the news... Trey Lance, we talked about him possibly going to the Vikings a couple episodes ago. Now he is dealt to the Cowboys for a fourth-round pick. Things are coming out, came out Monday saying that Jerry Jones did not talk to Mike McCarthy or Dak Prescott about the trade. Kind of makes you wonder what's going on there. It's, it's fun to start up these rumors and everything. But kind of bizarre, right, Ziggy, that you wouldn't talk to your quarterback or head coach about making a move for another quarterback, especially as high-profile as Trey Lance. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone was surprised to see Trey Lance get traded. And Brandon Ayuk, afterwards talking about it, he said that he saw Trey Lance and it looked like a weight was lifted off of Lance's shoulders <laughs> after this trade happened. Like San Francisco was just, he wasn't going to get it done there. But it's, it surprised me the Cowboys traded for him. Now, pretty much like by the way trades work, the Cowboys offered more than any other team in the NFL for Trey Lance. Right. That's just like what it means to get Trey Lance there. Yep. And like you've got Dak Prescott. He's on a big deal, but there's no guaranteed money next year. He's consistently been a playoff disappointment. 
I don't think he's gone, but if you're Dak Prescott, I'm starting to feel that leash just a little bit. It's a little tighter. It's a little more tense. And if things go really bad this year, I could absolutely see McCarthy and Dak getting the seen the door. It's not like Jerry Jones is known as a patient, sort of sagacious decision maker in Dallas. So it could definitely go bad quickly. And I think how Dak Prescott responds to that pressure is going to be really interesting. Robert Ziegler throwing some kindling on that fire. I mean, if I'm Dak, I do feel a little bit slighted that I wasn't spoken to about, you know, have them, my team trading for a quarterback when I'm obviously the clear cut guy. I think what Ziggy's saying, I do agree with is, is maybe to put a little bit of, of pressure on and make him feel that way. Like, you know, this year, like, let me do something pretty big. Like now I got a guy behind me who is a little more threatening than Cooper Rush. And you you like it if you if I'm a Cowboys fan too, as long as it doesn't disrupt the team, I'm fine with Trey Lance for a fourth round pick. Like this guy can turn into anything. Fourth round pick, yeah. Yeah, like he's all the talent in the world. It's just a matter of getting it to go together. And if Dak could kind of take on that mentor role a little bit, you know, it could be a nice situation for Trey to start over. But yeah, how much like how much validity is there in the the Trey Lance being a, a, f- a future of the Cowboys, you know, obviously he hasn't proven anything yet. There's a long way to go till we get to that route. But I think the leash is quite long still for Dak because Me too. this team is, is built to win a Super Bowl within the next couple of years. And the only way that happens is with Dak Prescott at quarterback. But it's definitely an eye- eyebrow raising uh, decision from Jerry Jones not to talk about it, at least with McCarthy and Dak. It's, it's just it's just a little strange. Well, what's, what's kind of weird about this? So, like, as a backup quarterback, I think Lance makes some sense because Cooper Rush is the only other real quarterback on that roster. I think they cut Will Greer if they didn't, they're about to. But what's the problem of Trey Lance? What has it been in San Francisco that stopped him from developing? Answer, he has not gotten to play any games. He has started four games for the 49ers. He's been paid like $30 million for those four games, but he's only started four games for them. He's not going to start starting games in Dallas unless like Dak Prescott breaks his leg. If Dak Prescott breaks his leg, he might still be better yeah. than Trey Lance. And, and he also yeah. <laughs> and he also has to beat out Cooper Rush too. Which you know, I, I don't know what the situation is. I, I haven't watched too much of Cooper Rush. Cooper recently. Rush won a bunch of games last but, yeah, year. That's... He won more games last year than Trey Lance has played in his NFL career. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I, it's tough to see Trey Lance having a route to starting anytime soon. But it's I, I like it from for the Cowboys because why not? As long as as long as it doesn't piss people off, which I, I'd be surprised. And the trade felt a little bit weird to me. It, it was a, a a trade that didn't really uh. The Vikings made it, sense. It was, like the Vikings have no backup quarterback. Really, it's Nick Mullins. It's just yeah, like right. And we could yeah. play Lance next year too. Yeah, there's a, there's like a, a reasonable timeline where you could pass it over to Lance and just see if he has it. But but like to me, like know. Dallas making a trade for Lance. Would have been something like, something like the Steelers trading for. It just doesn't make sense. Like you have your quarterback, who should be able to to get you to a, or you're hoping can get you to a Super Bowl in the next two to three seasons. Like, what do you see if you're Dallas? Like, oh, like we were talking about before. It's like, oh, if 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 Dak is below average and they don't do what they want to do, I think you have to suck. <laughs> you have like, to be but, horrible but to, get, how, to move on from Dak. Yeah. Why do you think that? Like, then Trey Lance comes in and like he's the answer. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't know. I don't. You have to imagine Dak would be really, really bad to make a change for Lance. Yeah, uh, like shockingly bad. Yeah, if Dak yeah, Prescott no, he, recreates he, he, last no, he'd have to get hurt. There's no other yeah. way. Like if Dak recreates last season, there's no way that Dallas moves on from him. Even though he's had led the league in interceptions and everything, it, he, he still gives them the best chance to win a Super Bowl. Right? Am I wrong on that? Or no, hundred percent right. Okay, better than Trey Lance. I mean, yeah, it's. I don't know. I also just sort of wonder. I think this trade still makes sense for Dallas. I see. Yeah, I still like it's, it. it. I don't get what the 49ers are doing, right? Like Sam Darnold's there as a backup, but you've been cursed with quarterback health. We still like Brock Purdy played seven good games, but I don't think we have a big enough sample size to say he's automatically your franchise guy. You've already paid Lance millions of dollars for this year. It's not like his value is going to go down as the season goes on, right? Like quarterbacks get hurt. Teams want guys like his value is already at an all time low. I mean, I'm guessing I, just, I don't get the trade. I'm guessing maybe it's uh, for this year. I get what you're saying, but maybe it's all right. He's going into his third year. Probably not going to pick up the fifth year option. You get a fourth rounder for him now. Probably better than what you could get for him next year if he's not starting again. 
like maybe that's part of the decision. Also, just both of them wanting to move on and, and get get out of the news with everything. Um, Sam Darnold had better be good if uh, your quarterback who's coming off a UCL tear struggles a little bit. Kyle Shanahan called him what the best like pure passer ever that he's ever had or something like that. It was a great oh, I, comment. I can't remember what it was. I cannot forward. wait until we well when TJ Watt gets a hold of that man. Oh, it's and then comes Sam Darnold. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why like Atlanta and like the Bucks didn't trade for him. No, no I mean, if teams. they offered a fourth-round pick, it's better than the Cowboys for if they would have yeah. gotten. That's what I mean. The Cowboys paid more than every single team in the NFL. Well, Jerry I Jones think at a, a little, certain point. Jerry yeah. Jones is a little crazy, but he sometimes pays off. Yeah, well, overall, it was just puzzling point. to me. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, I was just I was saying, overall, it's, it's it was just a little puzzling trade for me. Go ahead, Ziggy. At a certain point, I think you have to trust consensus of the crowds. The fact that basically, because a lot of NFL teams, you know, thought about this, right? It's not often a number three overall pick quarterback is available pretty cheap. They all basically decided he was worth less than a late fourth. That actually makes me more bearish about his future than anything else we've seen from him so far. Ziggy out on Trey Lance. That's the headline. I'm going to look at see... He's relatively fast. You want to change up some schemes, bring him in at receiver, do some jet sweeps. <laughs> no, but, but Terrell he, wasn't he supposed to be like Richardson? Wasn't that the big hype around him? Not He was quite, supposed to be like Anthony not Richardson. Not quite the running that Richardson's had hyped up, but he was supposed to be yeah, a great dual-threat quarterback. Who no one near is like physically gifted either. No, not not the physical. Like Richardson's being talked about as you know, the most athletic quarterback. Richardson's what, like 6'4", like 2... I didn't. I don't think Richardson though. I'm not actually sold on him being as good a runner as a Fields or Lamar yet. As much as everyone wants to hype it up, I, I still, I still need to see it before I believe it because those. I mean, those guys are yeah, just amazing at, at the NFL level. Yeah, at the NFL level. All right, let's uh, let's get on to this AFC NFC North. We'll start with the NFC North here. We uh, are each going to take one quarterback. So the way this worked was before the show, we were each assigned a quarterback. And we need to argue for one minute why they are under the most pressure this this season. Uh, in the NFC North, Jack will be representing Jared Goff, Jared Goff of the Detroit Lions. We'll start off with him. Zach, please let us know when 60 seconds is on the timer. Yes. You guys got, I'd also like a 10-second warning. You, it reaches you'll get nothing 10 like seconds. It. You'll get nothing in like it. And Ziggy's right. left the show. Hey, sounds good. Ziggy's gone. All right, so you have one minute to tell us why Jared Goff is under the most pressure in the in the, the NFL in twenty. Wait, what's that from, Zach? You'll get nothing NFL. in like it. What is that from? You'll get nothing in like it. You'll get nothing in like it. You'll get nothing in like it. You say that too. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. That's from. That was from something. You'll get nothing in like it, Spalding. No idea. If you if you are in the comment section, you'll get you, nothing in like of, it. Yeah. Yes, it's from somewhere. All right, sixty seconds. We got yep. on the clock. You ready? Yep. Three. Four and ready. Two. One. Go. My man, Jared Goff. Pressure is on you in 2023, my friend. This is a starving Detroit Lions fan base who hasn't won a division since before it was even called the NFC North. But now you're the division favorites. You were the best team in football the last seven or eight weeks of last season. Fans are hyped. There's expectations. The roster is talented. You have a good receiving core. The weapons are there. You upgraded the defense. Now it's time, Detroit. You have to go make your move. Make this fan base proud. You're the favorites, and it all falls on the shoulders of Jared Goff. If you're not good, Detroit's not good. You have it all right in front of you. Now it's your time, Jared Goff. Go out there and get it. Wow, I feel like I'm watching Miracle. It's all on the shoulders of Jared Goff. How much time did I have left, Zach? Six seconds. I'm well not, done. That's no, nice. No, no ten second warning either. Like no I ten second warning. Yeah, Zach just like just, he was leaving you out there to hang. Well, he sounded so like I, he was finishing. Right? <laughs> hey, I, I do what I do. All I right. Do what I do. That brings us to Robert Ziggy Ziegler, who will be representing Justin Fields with the Chicago Bears. Zach, on you. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Sid Walkman. That's the best quarterback the <laughs> Bears franchise has ever had, besides a couple years of a uh, smoking jay. Look, here's the facts. Justin Fields is not guaranteed a job next year. The fan base is hungry. They finally want someone to be good. The Lions, they're miserable. They got nothing going on. The Vikings have been to the playoffs recently. The Packers, I mean, their fan base has won some Super Bowls. The Bears haven't had anything. Justin Fields is supposed to be the guy, right? They've upgraded the offense around him. They're finally getting a decent defense together. 
And this year is his time to show he belongs in the NFL, right? Someone in his draft class, Trey Lance, already lost the job. Goodbye, see a career backup. If Justin Fields has a good year, hundreds of millions of dollars are going in his pocket. If he has a bad year, career backup, Bears fans miserable, DJ Moore miserable, the hope of Chicago dies out. <laughs> how buzzer beer. This guy. I was about to wave him off. You see this? I was about to wave him you off. You see that guy? He knew how much, he, he knew <laughs> he, how much yeah, time he, he had. That. He gave me great. a 10 second oh, no, no, warning. No, no, I know. I'm saying that was brilliant with the, withholding yeah, for the Chicago. I needed the warning. I was going to go too short. You I was going to go too short. He teased us a bit. He held the Chicago line for a second, then got in. That's about to wave him off like that. Oh, that was very well done. Oh, we'll turn on. Man, I I forgot about the money. Just relax. Relax here. My bad. My bad. I mean, if he is a good year. Hundreds of I'm just repeating something they already said. Like, y'all Zach said enough. Zach said enough. I, I agree no with you. Great. That was a great point. Good point. Good stuff. We're not going over like Paul did, trying to cheat yeah. last week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What are you talking about last week? So? I will be. Uh, <laughs> I will be taking. Uh, I'll be taking Kirk Cousins in this situation. So Zach, tell Shocker. me. Shocker. Shocker. But hey, they hey. call me the captain. Captain Kirk. They call me captain the captain. Uh, you let me know when I'm good. I did to go. start Madden franchise by the day way with uh, Atkins today. Kirk Cousins, Cousins is my quarterback. Reliable consistency. He I sucks. Mean, reliable consistency. <laughs> He's this man All right, right here. Yeah, Superman. All right, you ready? Yes, Superman. <laughs> two, one, go. All right. Captain Kirk, pressure in two ways this season. One of them just turned 35 years old. Super Bowl chances starting to dwindle for the captain. And for the Vikings this season, that defense is just not good enough. Unless Brian Flores is an absolute magician, it all falls on Kirk Cousins to carry this team back to the playoffs. He's going to have to be unbelievable for them just to get into a wild card, let alone win the division. So I'm expecting a lot there from Kirk, a lot of pressure. Also, for the first time in his career with the Vikings, he's not under contract next season. So Kirk is playing for one more big deal before he walks away, or at least one more season with Minnesota and a chance to compete because he wanted 2025. They didn't give it to him. He has no deal. Basically, it sums up to this. Financially for Kirk and competitive, competitively for Kirk, he needs to play like Superman for this team to have a chance at the playoffs and for him to get some more money in his pocket. It's, it'll be tough. Two seconds left on the clock. Good job, Paul. Leave those right two seconds. Or left those two right seconds, though. I mean, that's, Ziggy made a money statement with two seconds <laughs> he left. He did. He did. He did. All right, Zach. So you heard all three arguments. Mm-hmm. Jack with Goff, Ziggy with Justin Fields, and me with Kirk Cousins. Who convinced you? Drum roll, please. Drum roll, please. Some might say Ziggy convinced me. Some. <laughs> Some might say Paul convinced me. But I do have to give it to Ziggy. <laughs> I, I, love, I love Ziggy's. The money statement that Ziggy <laughs> yeah, made at the end. I was like, damn, he he's the, right. He took it to the buzzer. It's like, was, damn, he's right. No, Justin like, Fields Kirk's could get rich, a ton of money. Goff's rich. Like, I get that Justin Fields is rich, right? But, like, you see the contracts these guys are signing. Legitimately, if he's, like, a, a Lamar Jackson-esque season, $300 million is on the table. You know, like, that's the deciding <laughs> factor. It's like, crazy. These guys like Kirk and Goff, they've played, they're older, they have their money. But, but the pressure is on them to... Well, oh, actually, oh, no question. Sure. Money's not the only thing. Yeah, yeah no, well, for well, sure. Goff's, like, but, what, 29 or something? He's still but he's I feel under like 30. Still. I feel like both of those, like, Goff and Kirk have already been to this pressure before. Like, when he was a... They like, have, when Goff was a Ram... Right, it was yeah. do or die there. Kirk's been do or die I for the last. I get what Jack's saying though. Like, nineteen ninety three. That was that's the last, the last time. Town. Now you're favored to win it. Like you said, they never but, won. They haven't won the NFC North. But like, yeah. if he's, well, here's like, the, if, yeah, but is all the weight good. on Goff though? Is that no, just the here's franchise? The, here's the <laughs> thing for Goff though, right? Like if Goff, yeah, Goff, not if, be. if Goff puts together a great, like, what does everyone say about Goff? He's carried by the system. He might be the most disrespected three time Pro Bowl quarterback in NFL history. If he puts the Lions on a run, his legacy is like the guy who brought playoff success to Detroit. If it doesn't, it's he was a carried system. Well, hey, you talk about money too. If Jared Goff has another good season or two with the Lions, I don't know. What they his have current, to extend. I don't him. know what his current contract is, but you I could think, be looking at a, a big deal for Jared Goff if Detroit goes on a run to the divisional round or something like that. I mean, the the pieces it's, to it's win the there. North like are all there, and what's the most important? position on a football field is your quarterback if their defense is people are expecting the defense to be probably slightly below average right now which is a huge step good from where it the, was yeah. at one point last season yeah with the rest of this division and we could touch on just for a second jordan love we all feel like he's under pressure this year but the leash is long you really have this whole season to work out kinks as long as he's 
progressing by the end of the year and you're confident heading into his, I believe, what, his fifth year next season, um, that he could be a starter, that's when you really will have some increased pressure on Jordan Love. This year, to start the season at least, yeah. like, he, he has a long leash. It's similar to what I said before uh, to me about those rookie quarterbacks like AR and Stroud and, and, and Bryce. Packers turns me nuts to expect a whole lot. If, now, look, if, if he's horrible, if he comes out and is just just terrible, yeah, he's there's a chance that they could look in a different direction. But I don't. Uh, as long as he's not horrible, he he has pretty. Yeah, long you want to see some good things. Want to see him win some games. All right, so Ziggy wins that. Real quick, I just have an off-topic thing, oh, sort of on-topic, oh, off-topic because it's golf. Oh boy. Do you think he has a better team now, or when he was on his last season with the Rams? The the Rams. I'm not probably about Rams just because the defense was a lot. better. Are we including coaches? Yeah, I'm, I'm including Sean McVay in that. And the yeah, defense. Yeah, no question. I mean, oh, yeah. The Lions D is still below average. Talent-wise, I'm trying to remember. The last team he was on with the Rams, that was when they lost. Or did they, they won in Seattle? I'm trying to remember that last season. There was a, they, were third, they were third in the NFC West. They didn't make the playoffs. But, like, here, I'm just, like, here are some of the players oh, on that roster. I remember this. Different year. Go ahead. Was it 2019 or 2020 the last year? I'm t- I can't remember when he was traded over. I, th- I thought they played the Seahawks in a playoff You're right. Game. No, I was thinking the 2019 year. You're right. It was that Seahawks game. And they won on the road, didn't they? Yeah, they won on the road. That was his most recent. That was the end of his time in L.A. Yeah. Right? He, but like, he was great in that game, too. He was all banged up, and he went in on the road in Seattle and won that game. Yeah, I bet the Seahawks in that game. Yeah. Go ahead, Zay. Yeah, like, you look at who was on that roster, right? I remember from watching them. Like Cooper Cup was on that roster. Aaron Donald, that was when like Big Wit was still good. Jalen <laughs> Ramsey was there. You know, even like guys like Leonard Floyd's a good player. Darius was, uh, Williams was a good Gurley player. still on that team, or was Gurley gone by then? No, Gurley was gone, but Daryl Henderson was okay. But I mean, you had that was Darryl like Henderson. the Cup Woods duo for the Rams. Like Goff had so much going for him with a great offensive line, right? That was the last year of the really strong Rams O line. So this, this this is the question I wanted to get to. How do, how do we expect Goff to do better? With a better team a couple years ago, and a not so better team this year, he's improved. Yeah, I think you're just hoping he's a well, better quarterback. He's, he's, he's gotten better. He's when he's in a winnable division. Like his first year like, in Detroit, first year in Detroit had ups and downs, but last year he was borderline top ten quarterback in the league. They won the last eight games, at fifteen. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the season last year, if you were the 49ers and you you had the option of playing the Packers, the Lions, or the Seahawks in the first round of the playoffs, I think most Seahawks fans would say that they're probably scared of Aaron Rodgers, but the, t- the hottest team was easily the Lions. You did not want a piece of that Detroit team. No, I mean, to go into Green Bay when Green Bay is playing for something you meaningful, nothing. you have nothing. You have Green nothing other than it, On the road at night, to beat Aaron Rodgers is miraculous. Yeah, I, I, That's what I like about Campbell a lot. I think he's established a great culture there because you saw all those players were jacked up to win that game, and it, it meant nothing for the but playoffs. This is what I'm saying now. There's all this talk in the Lions... And now if you come out here and there's a world where Jared Goff stinks and you go 7-10, and 10, they're hopeless forever. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Ziggy wins round one. There are two rounds to this. So, so there's two rounds, baby. Don't go crazy. So there's two conferences. Don't go crazy throwing Ziggy's flowers just yet. We have the AFC North. And first up in the AFC North, Jack again, representing a team he is very familiar with, Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. A team that I hate. Exactly. Let me know when the six seconds <laughs> on the clock. Can you? I need a ten second also. You want a ten second? Are you sure? Yeah. I mean, I you're you're pretty on the wire. Done positive. All right. I'm positive. You ready? Three, yeah. two, one, go. LJ all day. No Lamar Jackson, my man. Balt the Baltimore Ravens have had some teams in prior years that have been good enough to go to the Super Bowl, and they haven't. They've lost in the playoffs. Lamar's looked bad in the playoffs. Other years he's been hurt like last year. There has been some excuses in the eyes of a lot of people, including myself. He hasn't had great success with his arm, but that's because there hasn't been too many receivers to throw to. You've had Mark Andrews, really nobody else. Your best has been probably Hollywood Brown. But now you bring in Odell, you bring in Zay Flowers, who looks like he's going to be very good first round pick. You have the weapons, you have a good roster, you have a good team. I'm not handing the Bengals the Ten AFC seconds. North right away. This is a team in Baltimore who has potential to win it and go far and do good things. Lamar, it's all on you. Hmm. Yeah, he has to be an MVP again. He has to be yep. an MVP again. It's a lot on the line for Lamar Jackson. All right. Most important season yet. For Zach, Zach seems to like that. He, uh, he was nodding throughout it if he, if he wasn't on camera. And uh, that brings us over to Ziggy, 
who will be representing Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns. Ziggy's been a little a little higher on Deshaun than me and you have throughout the offseason. So I think he stinks. I'm excited to see what you have to say. Why is he under the most pressure, Mr. Ziegler? Ready? Three, two, one, go. Here's the fact. The time has come for Deshaun Watson and the Browns, right? He finally has to put up or shut up. He played a few games last year and looked horrendous. This team has won one playoff game in Pittsburgh and otherwise been miserable for who knows how long at home against Pittsburgh. Excuse me. But like, if you look at Deshaun Watson, your football legacy is on the line in more ways than one. If this doesn't work out, if he's bad and the Browns basically have to move on from him, he will top the list of worst trades in NFL history, right? Three first round picks, $230 million. All these guys have been paid. So the money's kind of irrelevant, but the most guaranteed money for a quarterback ever just to be terrible. That would be devastating. So if Deshaun Watson wants to be remembered as anything other than a bust and the biggest, most disappointing QB in Brown's history, and that's saying something, he needs to get it together and play well this year. All right. There you go. Deshaun Watson, the Browns. Good stuff. And I will be taking on Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow. I can't roll my arms. I always wanted to roll my arms. It's cold in here. Yes. (laughs) All right, Zach. Tell me when. Ready? Three, two, one, go. The ultimate message with Joe Burrow is that success is relative. Lamar Jackson, the Ravens. Success. Probably an AFC championship game. It's a good season for them. The Browns. Get to the playoffs. Maybe a divisional round. For Joe Burrow, it's not that. It's winning the Super Bowl. And just to get there, he has to win arguably the toughest division in the NFL. And that only gives him the opportunity to then take down Mahomes or Josh Allen. That's who Joe Burrow is compared to. The very best in the game. So he has to go on the road sometimes. He has like Throughout the season, Joe Burrow has to be not good, not great, but elite. The very best. Top three quarterback in the league. For The Bengals have a chance. Without him, they're nothing. It's hard to get back to Super Bowls. And that's the standard for Joe Burrow now. Aaron Rodgers has been to one. Drew Brees has only been to one. Joe Burrow, he got there early in his career, but to get back there and have that be the standard every single season, that's the success rate for him. So I just think that pressure level is higher than Deshaun Watson or Lamar, the, the rate of success. Good stuff. Ooh, ooh. Good stuff. You can get bonus points for that. Maybe get bonus points. Zach likes buzzer beaters. He does. He does, he does like buzzer beaters. beaters. You saw in the first round. All right, Zach. So you had... What I would say, three, three very convincing arguments from yeah. Jack, Ziggy, and myself. Yeah. Ziggy won the first one. Does he go does he, two does for he two? Does he two-peat? Does he two-peat? I mean, I've never know. seen that before on the show. Yeah. We might, I've never, never know. Yeah, it's pretty convincing by Ziggy. It. All right. All right. So. We'll give a little drum roll for you. please. I do have to pick, in this case, as the worst argument, Paul Farrington. The worst? Well, the worst argument. Oh, come on. I thought that was good. I, I thought that <laughs> was good. Like, Burrow's been to a Super Bowl. Like, it, it, now but in it's terms just of a, finding a route just, for pressure for like, Joe Burrow, Lamar's that's, never like, been there. That's, that's why he's under pressure, wouldn't you say? He's, he's been there. He's, he's one of the greats. He's, he's good. Was that a bad argument for pressure? Ziggy, was that a bad argument? It was the worst of the three. Was it a bad <laughs> argument? No, because in fact, he's under a lot of pressure. But it was the worst of the three. <laughs> All right. Okay. Who, who now was we, the Now best? we're down to two. We can't let Ziggy two feet here. F you, man. Well, yeah, it's on you now. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Easy there. I'm saying F, F you, man. I know, I know. Yeah, easy yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy there. All right. It's, it's on you to take him down. All right. With the second worst. Ziggy. Yeah. All right. Yes. Javar, yes. Javar, Javaris, and Lamar. Now, now we're gonna have to walk around your guys' houses and see the trophies. And uh, you know, I might be a Ravens fan to... now. Okay. Maybe. This I is mean, a nice win. Prove you're right. <laughs> okay. So there you go. The most pressure. The winner of the first argument. Ziggy with Justin Fields and Jack with Lamar Jackson in the AFC. It's also North. a contract year for learn. Uh, Having just got paid year for Lamar Jackson. Yeah. No. They, uh, hey. like it, it is the literal opposite of a contract year. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> it's the opposite of a contract here. I just, but, you, know, you know what I was trying to say. But, but yeah, he just he, he has to prove his worth. On the yeah, team. right, exactly. Maybe. I mean, you know, he got the money. You know, he might be under more pressure if it was a contract here, of course. But, yeah, you know, we'll say it now after the fact. I mean, you he, got, he was on a contract title. last year, and he didn't play half the season. You got the And title. still got, got the, the money. Still, yeah, you're right. Okay, so why don't we move on now? We'll wrap up today's show with the fantasy draft recap. Again, me, Jack, and Zach are all in the same league. We had our fantasy football draft. Um, I haven't won. In a decade, <laughs> I haven't won ever. I haven't won a decade, Jack. Yeah, trophyless. It's no, I'm one of the. I'm actually stunning. one of the worst in our league. You I'm know the, that you can see now on ESPN the rivalries, and between me and you, your own five all time. I'm having a horrible. <laughs> the last I, time we played was a sixty point win for me. I think ever since our league switched to twelve, so the last like eight years, <laughs> my average 
finish is like 10th place. So we're just going to do the first five rounds here. And Ziggy will basically take a look at the draft, the, the round and say, he'll probably give a quick reaction to each of our picks and then say who he thought was the best pick. And maybe if he really feels negatively about one of them, the worst pick of the dra- of the round. Um, and we're doing five rounds because I feel personally like you, you can't win your fantasy football league in the in the draft, but you can certainly lose it. I just won in the first five rounds. The first five rounds are, I, are the most important to me. I won in the first five rounds. Well, let's see. Well, let's see. And again, you'll have to decide at home. But Zach, I mean, people are really. Okay, can about. I put my strategy out before before like before like I sure get no 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 explain to me what you were thinking because <laughs> I really want to know after seeing I, t- this. Tell draft. professor what's going through your. Head. I wanted to go the zero the zero RB strat this year. That's where I wanted to go. And, the, and well, Ziggy that, hates that. Ziggy hates. I know Ziggy hates that, strategy. but but at the one it's a, position, it's a good strategy, but it's gone. It's well, gone well, hold mainstream. On, hold on here. Now, now just... we'll get we'll get into this because to be fair to Zach, he had a couple players he really liked, and he went after them. We thought it was early. Guess what's Jefferson? He gets worth four points. We'll see. A week. We'll see. All right, so, let's, I mean, let's get into this here. Uh, do you have the graphic Sorry, around just, one up? I just for <laughs> what, what do you think? I mean, you think you're the best in the game for a reason. Yeah. Round one, we start off. So team names: Zach is Land of Misfits. Jack is Pickett and. Pick it and flick it. And As longtime viewers might expect. Yeah, and I yeah, am, like, I am like, the, like a booger. Hurricane Blasters. I, I'm the, the highlighted pick. Uh, Paul hasn't changed his name in 10 years. I put and in an auto name generator like 14 years, 13, yeah, 10 years ago. And it's only one Hurricane one Blasters championship. is what came out. He's like, do you it's like not a bad name. Do you like pick it and flick it? It's a very solid name. Yeah, right? it's good. It's I good feel name. a little weird naming my team after a player that's not on my team. Oh, no, well, no but it works. He has Kenny Pick. I have Pick as my backup quarterback. But okay, anyway, that works. Right, Ziggy, let's get into Ziggy, you want to know why mine is called the Land of Misfits? Do you think you can Not guess really. why? <laughs> no, bro, it's the greatest ever. Well, go ahead. Go I, ahead. Tell, I am tell Mr. Him. Waiver Wire. He is great on the And I wire. just make <laughs> the craziest teams off the Waiver Wire. And I just call them the Land of Misfits. You're not helping your cause here for draft success. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Zach, but I did, I did draft a good team the first this year. Two rounds, but he's a Waiver Wire master. Okay, let's get into this. So... Round one, first pick, Zach takes Justin Jefferson. Yes, sir. Then it goes Jamar Chase, Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, Tyree Kill. That's your top five. Pick six, B. John Robinson. At seven, Jack takes Nick Chubb, which was one of the question marks. Is, is he worth that pick that early, Nick People Chubb? People disliked it. Eight, Saquon Barkley. Nine, Cooper Cup. Travis Kelsey fell to me at 10. 11, Derrick Henry. And 12, Tony Pollard. When you look at that, Ziggy, what's your instant reaction? So (laughs) I think this is a pretty standard, like this is a pretty standard first round with one exception. Travis Kelsey slipped really far, way too far in my opinion. I mean, you look at the positional value that you're getting from Travis Kelsey. It's a hell of a pick. Thank you. Like the difference between Travis Kelsey and even the number two or three tight end is going to be 70 or 80 points. It's the same difference between uh, what last year was Jamar Chase and Cortland Sutton. Wow, <laughs> I didn't realize that. Yeah, you're getting that's a, a tight end too. But where do you think where yeah, do you yeah, think Travis Kelsey belongs here? Where, after which player would you slot him in? Where's your cutoff? I wouldn't him? take him later than six. Okay, so if you were Jack at seven, you probably would have gone Kelsey. Like you would go Kelsey over Chubb. I seven. probably would. Mm-hmm. Now I get why you went Chubb. Right, he's got a huge upside. He's an exciting player. I really like that pick. But Travis Kelsey, I think, is the best pick of the round. Otherwise. I don't really have any complaints. Cooper Cup sliding to nine, maybe? Cooper Cup slides to nine, but I'm okay with that for the following reason. Um, You're just taking a lot of risk, right? Stafford has struggled with injuries. The Rams' offensive line is going to be bad, probably the worst in the league. You just don't – like, he'll get targets until Stafford goes down, but Cup could just as easily get hurt. Yeah, there's just a lot to worry about. You brought up a great point that people haven't been mentioning because everyone gets caught up with Cooper Cup – 19 targets a game last year, or 19 targets in a game last season, averaging 23 points. It's like, he's amazing and could be the 1-1 if you were to guarantee his health. But it's not just his health. It's also Matthew Stafford, who both of them are battling injuries. Cup already banged up in the in training camp. So there's a reason he falls. I, I thought it might be a little far, but yeah, in this draft too, our league has generally been running back heavy. So uh, I get the pick at Chubb there. Yeah, I figured too, Chubb without Kareem Hunt. Yeah, it's I think it's be really, really good. I think it's a clear-cut first-round pick. Okay, so there you go, first round. Coming back in the second round now, we're snake draft, half PPR. Stefan Diggs, Devontae Adams, I took C.D. Lamb. Jo- Josh Jacobs goes fourth in the second round. A.J. Brown, 
Jack then takes Jalen Waddle right before Amon Ross St. Brown and Garrett Wilson. That that's that's one that we're questioning, but <laughs> that's, you like that's, Waddle. That's horrendous. The ninth pick in the second round, Jonathan Taylor. I'm also not huge on Taylor. I'm scared of Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, he's effing. He's question mark. Ten, Chris Olave, eleven, Devontae Smith, and then Zach surprises us all by going Debo Samuel with the last pick of the second round. Ziggy. Any really bad picks or really yeah. good picks. Took in this right round. in my wild. Wait, I don't want him to talk about Debo yet until he sees the third round. Well, how about because I want I want I want him to see who would he have chosen in the third round over Debo. Okay, well, we can talk about we'll, that. We'll, Here's yeah, the really we'll, good we'll do, pick. We'll do, I'll be positive. we'll do a little bit of both. I I really like the Jalen Waddle pick, and I'll tell you why. I think this is just a Look, great you know pick what? from Jack. So do I. So do I. Because <laughs> here's the thing: last year. Unless things go really south, it was a, as, about as bad as it was going to get for the Dolphins' offense, right? Tua was in and out of games. Tyree Hill was going crazy. Like, it was as bad as it was going to get for Jalen Waddle, and he put up 220 points, finished seventh among wide receivers. That would have been good enough for seventh among running backs. Like, he just had an incredible season last year, right? One of the top 14 or 15 players. And if Tua stays healthy, I get that it's not a guarantee, but if he stays healthy, it goes up. And if Tua gets hurt, it doesn't go down. Waddle always produces. You would take him over Amon Ra and over Garrett Wilson. Look, as I said, last year I think was about as bad as it gets for Waddle. He outperformed Amon Ra St. Brown. Garrett Wilson, I think you're getting upside. It's a very good pick. But I just love what you're getting in Jalen Waddle. Things got to be all excited. Wow, I mean, I I I got a league winner. So, so. a minute ago, you you I read the pick and you said, "Oh, that was a horrible pick." And now you now you're saying league. Oh, now I'm back on board because I picked him for a reason. <laughs> I picked him for a reason. Ziggy just. I was it debating CD Lamb or Garrett Wilson, so I was surprised when you went Waddle again. He did have a great season. Hey, um, guess I'll who? Be like, here's the thing. You know who's? Oh, guys, you got you got Waddle was boomer bust. There's no question about it, and he had some bad weeks. But his good weeks are better than basically anyone except Justin Jefferson. Actually, Man, that's I, not true. His best week was better than Justin Jefferson's. Best I just think Garrett Wilson's going to be really good. I'm going to make a bold prediction. We can come back to this in week 17. I right, get the cameras rolling. That Jalen Waddle will have a better fantasy season than his teammate, Tyreek Hill. Oh. oh. You know who Tua played college oh, ball you're, with? You're, it wasn't Tyreek Hill. He's throwing his buddy over there in Jalen Waddle. He's throwing right. his buddy. Big things coming. I'm back wow. on board. Thank you, Ziggy. Thank you. Okay. Okay. You got to uh, believe. Ziggy, round two, the rest of it. Any uh, Before we get to Zach's pick, any other pick that you really like or uh, question mark? Did you like Jonathan Taylor there in the, the late second round? I think Jonathan Taylor's a great pick there. He was hurt last year, but there's not an, a history of injury. The Colts offensive line should improve. Even if he gets traded, wherever he gets traded, he'll be the number one guy. You know, you worry a little bit about him getting traded to a situation where he's not the clear-cut star. But I think there's no question he produces. And we were talking like the running backs at the end of that first round, or the end of the second round, excuse me. There's a reason there's just not a lot of running backs there. Mm -hmm. There aren't many players you can pick who are giving you a lot of upside. Jonathan Taylor is that guy, right? Last year he was the 1-1 for a great reason. I expect him to produce this year. Okay, and that'll bring us down to Zach with Debo. You uh, do you like that? And now, look, we, we can we can also should we should we go to round three right now, Zach? Let's just see it. Let's just see it. Let's see round three. I'll, I'll, I'll take. I'll you you can do both. Gauntlet. You can do both. So Zach has Justin Jefferson, Debo Samuel, and then Calvin Ridley. So he did go with the zero RB strategy. And I, I have to say, given the draft that we had, it wasn't it wasn't a crazy philosophy. But do you like those picks? Do you like Debo and Ridley? That early, Ziggy. I do like Ridley that early. I worry a little bit about Debo. Why do I worry about Debo? Here's the thing about Debo Samuel, right? And why I wouldn't pick him in the first, second, or third round. Okay, we, we get the nice little cut to Zach, but here's the thing. There's a lot of target competition. There's a lot of injury history. There are quarterback questions. And that's just not what you want to see out of your like pick at pick 24. It's not right? what do you want to see out of 24 <laughs> it's a horrible pick. I want to see a guy like uh, Jameer Gibbs, who we know is going to be feasted. Oh, I want to see a guy like <laughs> Joe Mixon. I wonder who has him. If you're not happy about that, you can take a quarterback, right? A guy like Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts, who you know is going to produce it's like anything other than what Zach. Did. <laughs> 
I like the Ridley, <laughs> right? Ridley, I think he brings a lot of upside. He'll get a lot of targets. I mean, you look at the lines right now. It's 60 receptions, 900 yards. Smash the overs on both of those. And I get what Debo can do with the ball in his hands. But I worry that last year will be closer to Debo Samuel than his best year in 2020. Okay, so let me ask you. Wait, wait, can I rebuttal real quick? No, I, 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 one question <laughs> for Zach, then I want your rebuttal. Yeah. Um, if you were picking for Zach in that situation, you would take Ridley and Jameer Gibbs? I would take DK's on, DK was DK on the board. I'd take him. Who else would I take? I would take Mahomes. I'd take T. Higgins. I'd take <laughs> Mark Andrews. I'd probably take Najee. Heck, I might take Amari Cooper. Okay. <laughs> Which everyone's on the board. Okay, so, you, take so, over, so, over. so you just says it wasn't even strategy related. Okay. Obviously, just, anyway. Debo obviously didn't hear Rebuttal. the obviously didn't hear the story that Kyle Shanahan was getting right. Can you oh, throw? Your, are you on camera right now? I'm not on camera. Oh, please throw yourself. Put on yourself on. Put yourself on. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Obviously, Ziggy didn't hear the what Debo was doing all year. Debo's the best he's ever felt this year. He was Everybody sending pictures. No, no, he was sending. Pictures wait, 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 To Kyle wait, wait, Shanahan, wait, 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 wait. shirtless. He Hold looked on. jacked out of his mind. Shirtless picks. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah, yeah. shirtless picks. And are you yeah. Zach? Tracking. Zach, are you telling me <laughs> that in training <laughs> camp? Debo Samuel is in the best shape of his career. No, no, no. In he training said, no, camp? No, no, no. He said he all the workout he did this year, he's in the best shape he's been. He vowed he vowed a better season. He vowed a way better season, and I, I'm ready for it. Is he, a, guy, he, a guy in training camp saying he's in the best shape of his life means nothing. I've never heard that before. This was before <laughs> training camp, big guy. Before training camp. <laughs> That's worse. It's not That's worse. worse. It's worse. It's better. That's mental fortitude. Okay, so you're, I have you're no you're doubt Debo. You're, hard. You, you believe Debo Samuel. Oh, I believe it. I well, we're going to come back to this. Sure and Ziggy's, picks, is that you know, what Yeah, bro, I'm sure this all the time. <laughs> do you know week one, we're Zach like lose like 112 to 35? We'll all make fun of him. And then he, and no, and then he'll, he'll go nuts. It'll be something absurd. There'll be some like Chiefs running back or something. Yeah, like, he picks up. Like, yeah, Pacheco and McKin- They'll all get hurt. I bet and you. Then, uh, yeah. Who does Sam? Does Sam Fran play Steelers? Steelers first? Oh, we're gonna we're gonna bottle oh, him oh, right I, up. I bet I put you. Debo puts up. <laughs> I'll say seventy okay. yards and a touchdown on him. I don't think this will happen. No shot. Like straightforward, but I will say this. I I looked at it. I did the math. I looked at my spreadsheet. I would take every single player draft in the third round before I'd take Debo Samuel. <laughs> and I own Debo Samuel in fantasy. <laughs> Ziggy, I agree. Okay, so Ziggy, uh, you look at the rest of round three here. Any picks that you really like? You know? Sounds like you like a certain pick made by a certain someone. I like the Calvin Ridley pick. I think that's a solid yes, pick. Sir. But I love the Jameer Gibbs pick, and I will tell you why. Oh, that's everybody, uh, that's every right. single person oh, that you talk to, <laughs> prove it. Yeah, I mean every single one, right? What is everybody saying? Bijan, 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 Bijan. And I get it. Bijan's a highly talented player, drafted early in the first round, showed great running ability in college, showed great receiving ability in college. You got some worries about competition, but he's so much more talented than everyone around him. He's in an offense that should feature him or at least run the ball a lot. A quarterback who will want to throw him the ball. There's a lot to be excited about Bijan. Every single thing I just said applies to Jameer Gibbs. And yet Jameer Gibbs is going two, sometimes even three full rounds later. I don't get it. He's going to be the featured guy in Detroit. He's going to get a bunch of receptions. He's going to run the ball a bunch. He's going to be in an explosive offense better than the Falcons. I don't see any reason not to be taking this guy pretty early in the third round unless you have a quarterback fetish. I don't feel like, I'm honestly feeling the best season of his career for David Montgomery. I, oh, David Montgomery will get carries in, <laughs> in Detroit. Like he, He's absolutely he part of the split? equation. What is he, isn't he splitting? I can see it being split, but it probably will. But Jameer Gibbs will be on the field all the time. I don't not, think that you draft a running back in the top 15 to have him not be your Yeah, I'd be very surprised to see one. a situation where David Montgomery's on the field and Jameer Gibbs is, is never plays when he's on. I'm sure they'll they'll be able to split him out wide. That's the yeah the other factor to Jameer Gibbs. You know this, he gives me, the ball. this gives me like a little AJ Dillon, Aaron Jones vibe. A little bit. Yeah. Like you have Aaron Aaron Jones, your pass your pass catching back, and you got your big back and AJ Dillon mm-hmm. or and David Montgomery. I, I I think they're both gonna have really good years. David Montgomery's a solid pickup later in the draft. Like Dave Montgomery's a good running back. I agree. But here's the thing, right? Like, if Jameer Gibbs is playing the Aaron Jones role last year, Aaron Jones was the RB9. It sounds like a brilliant selection. (laughs) I like it a lot. I think Jameer Gibbs, what really separates him 
from a lot of others and a half PPR too will be his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield. Yeah, no, that's that's it. Ziggy, on the spot here, I have two more questions for you. On the spot, between Gibbs, Najee, Mixon, ETN, see those guys on the board? Uh, Ramondre Stevenson went in the fourth round. How do you rank those five? Do you have it off the top of your head, how you would rank those if you're Yeah, so I I can think through this now. I think Mixon's the clear one. Mm -hmm. He's a featured back in a great offense. I think that ETN, actually, no, I think Gibbs is probably number two for me because of the receiving upside. I probably have Ramondre at three. I'm not super worried about Zeke. I think Zeke is not very good. I think I have Najee at four. And then I've got ETN at five. But those last three. You knew I you knew I had ETN. That was it. And then uh, No, I'm pretty high on ETN. Those last three honestly could go either way for me. The okay. only pick I'm really confident in is Mixon at one. I think people are systematically undervalued. I missed Aaron Jones in there. Is he is he in the top half of those? Aaron Jones is in that I don't know tier okay. of the other last three guys. You know, like when you start talking about RB, like 12 to 15, I mean, look at last year, right? The difference between RB 12 and RB 15 was 20 points. Yep. There's just not a lot of differentiation when you get down to those guys. They'll all, I think, probably end up somewhere around there. The ironic thing is, is I'd probably rank on that list each and second. But the person who's first, I took Ichien over. Like I, I think I think Mixon is also number one, and I took Ichien over. Him. I understand not taking certain players, but yeah, I already had Chubb. I guess I he did I, wind up with Burrow too, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sh- um. Yeah. There we go. So, so quarterbacks went round three. You had Hertz, then Mahomes, then Allen. I think that's a fine round to take a quarterback. One of those. Three. Yeah, but that's the wrong order. Yes. Personally, I. Well, I know you're huge on Mahomes. I like Josh Allen, but. I wouldn't take Hertz with the the first selection there. But again, those three quarterbacks, round three, that's where we've seen them fall. If you're really bullish on one of them, I'm fine. I think we're all fine going to get one there. There's Uh, only one you're entitled to be bullish about. Mahomes? Mahomes is the (laughs) only quarterback who should ever go first in a fantasy draft. There's no alternative. He, I mean, he's he's great. He he, he led all quarterbacks last season. Uh, Let's go to round four here. We'll... we'll, uh, be a little quicker on round four and five. Round four was Ramondre Stevenson, Alvin Kamara, which yeah, I have no idea what's going on with Kamara. That's our friend Brendan. Yeah, you poor Paladino was suspended. I, I yeah, know. yeah, you, you never know. Uh, I took Keenan Allen with the third pick of the fourth round. Damian Pierce, Jerry Judy. Jack then takes Joe Burrow. Lamar Jackson goes next. <laughs> Kenneth Walker, Amari Cooper, DeAndre Hopkins, Alexander Madison. And that brings us back to Zach who went with James Conner as his RB1 for the season. Zach, uh, Ziggy, any picks you love, any picks you hate. I mean, Jack Jack is laughing at Zach right now. It's not, a, it's, not a, it's not a pick you guys made, but I think my favorite pick in this round is Amari Cooper. You're looking at a guy who's a clear-cut wide receiver one in an offense that should have an improved Deshaun Watson that's going to want to throw the ball a lot. It's just a fact that I think he's going to get a lot of targets. And the fact that he's going between DeAndre Hopkins or right before DeAndre Hopkins, I think is crazy. I, I like Amari Cooper, but he doesn't Amari Cooper doesn't excite me too much. He was Amari Cooper. No, but you're not looking in this round, you're not looking for an Cooper? exciting player. You're uh, looking same. for one who will produce. Yeah, like why is Jerry Judy going here? What's he gonna do? Well, this was this was also before Judy got hurt, just to be to be fair. Um Yeah, but even before Judy gets hurt. Right, you're taking a guy who's a borderline wide receiver one in a worse offense that's, that's going David to run thinking. the ball yeah, more. Yeah, that's 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 a friend, David. So that's that's explained. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's probably one of the only two people worse than me. Do you like Burrow over Lamar? No, but like I'm, I don't particularly like it. I like the Lamar rushing upside, but those are fine. Okay, these are these are the these are these are the quarterbacks you can justify taking in round four. Okay. I think after Lamar, there's a big drop off, and you don't want to touch anymore. Yes, yes. That's there. There's the tears. It's the three, I had to get the three Burrow and well, Lamar, well, and then yeah. it falls. Well, then pick it. And I just want to say, I, I mentioned this before, but Alexander Madison, were you trying to get him, Zach? Yeah, he was. He was going to be my pick. It was going to be him and Connor. Yeah, if you go with the no RB strategy, I really like Alexander Madison to to fill in. Obviously, he wouldn't be an ideal number one, but if he is your one, there's 300 touches that are up for grabs with Dalvin Cook gone. And Alexander Madison has come into that offense before and been be better than serviceable. Uh, he could be looking at a very solid season. Sneaky RB1 upside for him. I, I regret 
taking Burrow over Madison there, I think. Really? Because I could have had Ichi on Madison and Chubb. It's it's nice having, though, the, the star quarterback. Because you're going to you get know, great numbers from Burrow. But it Madison is. there in the fourth round, when, when people are, are looking for an RB2 or maybe an RB1 if you go Zach's route, I, I really like him. I like him more than yeah, Connor. I love that pick. Guys. Okay, and to wrap it up, round five, Zach then goes Javante Williams, Brees Hall, Rashad White, Justin Fields, Deontay Johnson, Christian Watson was the sixth pick of the round. DJ Moore, nice, great value for Jack, in my opinion. Justin Herbert goes, Chris Godwin. I finally get my RB2 with J.K. Dobbins at 10. Dak Prescott and Mike Evans. Ziggy, when you look over this round, do you, did Jack get the best pick with DJ Moore? Because a lot of people felt that he, he had an excellent selection. You guys are outrageously low on Brees Hall. Oh, I said it before. I'll say it again. I think Breeze Hall is a borderline RB one this year. Last, I, by, so like I get there's a, by when he starts playing, or, or you mean? Yeah, when he starts playing, I okay. think he will finish as a borderline RB one. Like here's the thing: people are forgetting about Breeze Hall. Last year, among running backs, he led the league in air yards, not air yards per game, not air yards per route run, total air yards, playing like six games. This guy produced with Zach Wilson. Maybe the worst quarterback <laughs> or the worst offense the NFL has seen since like the sixties. And he carried that he offense when work. he played. He was he was and not as Rogers. He was the RB six. Yeah, he's going to play, and he's going to play well. So I think that Brees Hall was a great pick. He's way better than uh, Poop Vonte Poop Poopums, who's like coming <laughs> off blowing out his entire knee. He might never be good in the NFL <laughs> again, <laughs> which makes me really sad to say. I was a huge Javante fan. Oh my god! I just got like who he was talking about. <laughs> well, he was my first that round. Might be the stupidest he, he was my first round pick shit. last year. Poor Zach. <laughs> I was so high on This is crazy. Man, Zach, you, what a horrible five. Right? No, no, Zach no, no. had Williams. <laughs> Ziggy's just crapping on Debo Samuel and Javante Williams. That's crazy. But I, I will say yeah, this. Okay. I will James say Connor this. He's got Connor as his RB1. He's got Connor. That's right. I, uh, look, Javante Williams is going to be a top five <laughs> running back by the end of the season. Just put it out Yes. Top five. <laughs> Zach got the best player in football and then just was like, all right, let's see how bad this team is. <laughs> let's see how bad this team is. I, just, I, I do want to know. This is right? great. No, no, no. Ziggy, before you talk, this is nuts. This is nuts. It's like you just poop Vontae Poopums in the fifth round. <laughs> this is incredible <laughs> that you guys think it's this bad. Well, I mean, we'll see how it turns we'll out. But I'm, I'm not going to say anything else. No, no, we'll no, 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 I'm just going to say this. We'll say <laughs> this is a joke, Ross. Yeah, this is, <laughs> this is incredible. Bro, I hope I win the league this year and I... Yeah, it be a miracle. I'll be the one that pepper it's, sprays you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will I will personally pepper spray you. Man, I, uh, look guys, I'm just gonna say this. David Barsamian, I mean former host of the show, right? Oh, he was he gets a little respect. Picking Deontay Johnson before DJ Moore, Christian Watson is deserves the yes, capital yes, punishment. Yes, yes. I, I do not like, like no, Deontay Johnson will prove. Uh, oh, that's oh, Rotunda. That's another former. So it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. But, but you know, one one thing I, I like Deontay, Deontay Johnson. Johnson I, like I, know, I would go Watson and DJ Moore over him, but he had no touchdowns last year. No, no Johnson will be targeted so many times. He gets a million targets. You have to think that his touchdowns will go back up because he literally can't get lower. I like Deontay Johnson a lot. I like Johnson too. I, I, like, God, I, I just look at Zach's team and it's repulsive. It's, it's repulsive, yeah. It's incre- repulsive. Let me give Ziggy the rest of my team. You sure, why? All right. So that so that's the end. Well, let's, let's, let's wrap up. Let's, let's, let's see the, the team. Let's see the team. Let's let's wrap up. Zach, go ahead. Can you can you read off your team? Yeah, hopefully if it loads. Well, so I already know the rest of my team. team off air. So <laughs> so who do I get? Five. We'll end um, with this. My Titans, Jawan Johnson. Go from quarterback. Go from the top. Go from top. Is that supposed to impress me? <laughs> yeah. He's got Jawan yeah, Johnson. I have, yeah, I think there's value somewhere, but there's not. There's not. Right, right, go, go from quarterbacks. Okay, so, okay, so I have Watson. Watson, my starter. Okay. okay. Then I got James Conner, Javante Williams, Justin Jefferson, Debo Samuels, Jawan Johnson, <laughs> Calvin Ridley, Jets defense, Boswell, my kicker. Now my bench, my bench pretty, my bench pretty solid. Drake London, mm. Michael Thomas, who? Uh, what? Michael, who? Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. Who? <laughs> when was the last time he played an NFL game? <laughs> last year. 
He played three okay, games and okay. then got hurt. London, Thomas. Gozak, move, um, move, move. Yeah, move, move, move. Uh, Jamal Williams. I like the first three weeks. He'll be great. He should actually be in your lineup for the first three weeks. Yeah, he should. Um, <laughs> Devin Singletary. So we, we pour one out for that one. We yeah, pour one yeah. out for that one. So, okay. So, so you have J- Jamal Williams will be in there for the first three weeks over Javante. Then Javante comes in. Your roster's like, eh, eh, eh. Then we got You Adam might Thielen. only have one player who finishes, ex- excluding Deshaun Watson, you might only have one player who finishes in the top 12 at their position. <laughs> I do have Greg Dolch. Oh, the, the Broncos. No, Broncos tight end. Chris Boswell, I'm telling you, will win you some ways. Hey, again, here, here's the thing. He'll drain a 55 yard. Here's the thing for Zach. Zach, Zach has these horrible drafts and they look horrible but then a lot of times his masterful his masterfulness on the waiver wire yeah that, that's and then, what as long as a couple like look if Debo and wait, 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 are okay wait. I just looked at Paul's team Paul might be the worst I've ever seen in my life all right all right, all right. we don't need we'll to do this, we'll we don't need need to do this. <laughs> I mean wait no 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 I'd like you to read it real quick because right. it is it is not all right. Paul's starting quarterback Geno Smith <laughs> number five quarterback last season in the Geno Smith round then he's got Jameer Gibbs then he's got Dobbins Who's going to get hurt two seconds in? He's going to be limping off the field. You know who has Gus the bus? This guy. Then he's got CD. And then he's got Keenan Allen, who can't stay on the field either. So Paul's got injury ridden. He's loving this deal. He's <laughs> yeah, partying. I know. Ziggy's going to party all day. Then he's got Travis Kelsey. The best tight end. Oh, game, game over. The way he said Travis Kelsey. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's, 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 got, he's just got he, the he best goes, player goes, in the position. Juwan Johnson. And then he goes, Travis Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's got hurt Terry McLaurin already. Turf toe. Smells like three wide receiver ones and the best tight end in football. <laughs> My receivers are better than yours, and you took three you, no, first no, 25 picks. No, Keenan Allen hasn't been good in years. He's wide receiver six when he played. I didn't year. like the Keenan Allen pick either. Wide receiver six. But all right, that'll, uh, that'll wrap zero. it up after all this. <laughs> that, that'll wrap up this show. If you if you enjoyed this, please leave a comment. If you like some of our picks, leave a comment. If you hate some of our picks. Leave a comment. It's uh, it, it, we'd be much appreciated here. Make sure to say that my team's the best out of all of these. Yeah, let us know who's who has a better team, me or Zach. People are wondering what my team looks like. Oh, we'll have to find out. We could save that. I think it's the best out of the three. We uh, we will be back on Thursday. Hopefully, we'll have a very special guest joining us. We'll have another guest on the show, which is it's been a little while since Ben Stevens and that electric night back in March, but. <laughs> now we have. <laughs> it was an electric night. Oh, it was a real electric night. That was a great go night. Watch, go watch that March Madness preview. I mean, my goodness. If, you, if you're, one if of you're our, bored. One of our better shows. Oh, that was awesome. Great show. I mean, yeah. the knowledge that was being, oh, it was, it was a, great. We could even have a better guest though. Maybe, maybe. We'll have to, we'll have to figure that out. You'll, you'll have to be the judge of that. All right. So uh, we'll be back. On Thursday, thanks again for listening. I thought there was one more thing that I wanted to say coming up. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's just that the season's right around the corner. Yeah, and, and, sure. yeah can't can't wait for it to start. Um, again, please remember to like, comment, subscribe, follow us on all social media platforms at Paul Farrington Show, and chasing down a thousand. We are almost there. See you on Thursday. Peace.